Alright, so welcome to Community Service. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Newsbeam GST and the big Southern California gas company. Here's a little disclaimer for your booty. If you hear the words fuck, nigga, bitch, bitch ass nigga, hoe, shit, fuck shit, or any combination of the above, understand that we love everybody. We simply use these words to emphasize our emotions. No hard feelings. If you feel uncomfortable by what we just said, feel free to opt out of our podcast. Yeah, I guess we're here. We're back. We've missed last week. All right, y'all. So don't eat the apple fritters from Ralph's because if you eat it past 10 p.m., I promise you, you'd be shitting rabbit pellets, bro. It happened every single time. I tested it out. It wasn't me. Hey, Do like, not was, get Ralph's pastries, hey, what, what, bro. What, okay, so the Ralph's pastries was that snack you figured out you can't eat after a certain time. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's what I will say about Ralph's pastries. They're all baked in the morning. Oh, no, no, so. no. It's them It's them plastic lid pastries with the fucking tape over it. But I feel like they still get brought in that morning. You know what I'm talking morning. about, too, bro. No, no I, know, I have a croissant. And all you Ralph's East Coast actually. people, all four of you, Kroger, Safeway, the same shit. It you is, know, y- y- y'all know what I'm talking about. Bro, Kroger is evil. Ooh, Broger. Them niggas. Nah, but like, I, I was, I was they have a whole say, store dedicated like, to just Kroger. Well, I was gonna say like, well, yes, actually, they have a <laughs> the lot Kroger store. Game. No, no, it has a different name, but it's no, a it's supermarket. called Kroger. It's called like a super mall. Like they're they're, they're low key. Yeah. Like imagine a Costco, but it literally is only food. That's what like one of those places are kind of like food. Actually, man, I, I, I don't I don't know how we got into the discussion of grocery stores, but there's so many because I've lived all <laughs> over America. Yeah. The types of grocery stores I've seen. <laughs> uh, and so many brands like there's something you're like what like uh, Shoppers Warehouse if you're from Northern Virginia you might know what that is no like sho- that yo Shoppers had the most lit branding it had the most like random like what the fuck like I love that grocery store but yeah that's a quick discussion on uh, do you ever feel like a grocery store alright actually before beginning of community service how y'all doing do we, today do we think of some, uh, some nope we're gonna wing it today how y'all doing Hey, Whole Foods just, uh, Amazon just slashed Whole Foods prices again. On top you of know, that means that it comes at the cost of somebody, right? Like, yeah. they can't be slashing <laughs> prices for us while not having to increase the prime prices. So that means the workers be getting paid dick. Well, so, so here's a weird thing about actually. <laughs> Damn. Damn, I just like, realized what happened. All right. All right. Actually, I want to I wanna bring this up because this might be a good first podcast topic. Mm-hmm. Because, um, to preface this, I was reading an article by CNBC, and it was like, how to tip efficiently, and then someone responded on Twitter and was like, what the fuck, these are service workers, they already are getting shit wages, yeah. and then you're going to tell them, well, other people, how to make it easier to tip, like, how to tip less, pretty much, and, like, yeah. save money on tipping. Wow. Like, why would you do that when, like, we're, basically, you're telling people for cheap service, and they already get to enjoy the food. Yeah. Like I'd have to like break my back when I don't get it's like that service that meal that atmosphere came from somebody. Yeah. So like 
that's a big ethical question. Like a lot of these companies that we revere for doing well on the customer end, like Amazon, yeah. they're fucking people over. Yeah. So like, yeah. where is where is the where do you think is gonna be the society line? And where we say, like, hey, enough is enough. We got to be, like, we're willing to sacrifice our convenience and goods <laughs> to speak up for people who don't have it on the other end. Like, what do you think the is The don't get be? fired edition, Micah. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll start off real quick. <laughs> I think there's no limit, bro. I think the customer is so yeah. in love with better deals, better product, faster speeds, all this <laughs> other shit updates on updates that whatever companies throw at them that make their lives easier they'll accept without any second thought because so far it's been the case and it has not changed definitely and unless there's some huge type of new shit that happens or some type of uprising from the workers or some type of big political movements to change the way that people are treating these workers I don't think it's going to change because right now, everyone sees it from a consumer perspective because yeah. everyone seems to have access to, you know, phones, yeah. Amazon, mm-hmm. motherfucking Netflix, all that yeah. other good shit. You know, Postmates, Uber Eats, get your food delivered to you in like six minutes. If it's not there in six minutes, you're like, oh, I want my money back, you know? <laughs> in fact, like, you could, like, if I ordered Uber Eats right now and it wasn't here within 25 minutes, I could probably be like, hey, I didn't get my food. I'm not happy. Let me call customer service for like five minutes and then get like that nigga like, fired. Or like, or like delivery credits for like the rest yeah, of the year. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, I don't know. What you said. I mean, uh, like, yeah. I mean, Uber's on some fuck shit, but like, who doesn't know that these days? Like, the shared economy model is not the most worker friendly. Even though it's an easy way to get money off yeah. top, it's just not a good sustainable long term option. I was uh, watching John Oliver's show and he was talking about how. It was an episode on mobile homes and how they, like, sell you on, like, well, it's not a mortgage, but the kind of loan you use is, like, a more aggressive predatory loan that's, Mm -hmm. like, a 15% interest. Plus the fact that the mobile home, you don't own the land underneath you so that if you rent the land, like, the mobile home itself is considered a vehicle, so it'll depreciate, not appreciate. Oh, god! And the land around it, its value will go up, so your rent goes up while your house value goes down. Once again, poor people will always take the brunt of rich people getting rich, like, Poor people, like, it, it sucks. Like, I get, I do, like, as a business person, I'm like, the loans, that money gonna come in, you get to do everything else. Gotcha, bitch. Like, <laughs> like it, it's fucked up, but it's like, but like, ah, oh, trailer, that's why the trailer park, people don't leave the trailer yeah. park. They can't afford to yeah. leave the trailer yeah. park. It takes, it takes about, yeah, like, I never thought it. about that. The fact that because your home is literally a vehicle, that shit depreciates. I constantly. never thought about that like wow. that. Because the rent word goes home, up. Yeah. Oh, my God. Pay up. So the actual thing about owning real estate is not the home itself. It's the land around the home, yeah. and that's what goes up. But mm-hmm. since you don't own it, and normally, like, the house settles into the fucking ha- – like, the trailer, right? Yes. So then it takes about 20K if you want to relocate. Yeah. And then another fucking – there's the off chance that your house is settled into the ground so much that moving it will cause damage. Oh, yeah. So so it's all these fucking cases. corporations are raising, the it, like, the rent rates on these lots, like, by a shit ton. Right, because it, it's becoming it's a permanent Because they home, can't. Right? Well, the other thing about trailer parks, too, is the septic tanks. A lot of these trailer parks, like the septic systems and all that other stuff, like they're able to like jack up the prices. Oh, like I actually did learn about like like trailer park living, not like from that perspective, but like just yeah. like the problems with it, like the health crisis on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. That one was like a septic tank, but that's fucked up. Like they're basically like, oh, like 
you're trying to make the best that you can, but like you couldn't pay your way out of the situation. Like think about it, it's like oh like I can get something I'm it's, getting a home. It's literally like, like that dollar loan, dollar general type shit where yeah. it's like yeah you can get instant money loans quick, but these loans are booty loans and like they be accumulated. Like you be fucking yeah. like debted for life if you don't pay that off ASAP. ASAP sticky, yeah. Sticky. yeah, no that's true. Like within like a month. Year. Yeah. Gotcha, bitch. No, the way that loans are set up in America is like really, really fucked up, and it reminds me of the episode we did on the student loan crisis, oh, which we yeah. never, which did we never did get to. back to because we said we would. It was a two parter, and it's been like four weeks. How y'all doing, by the way? <laughs> I hope you guys are doing well. Uh, we've been eager to get back into things. We've been busy as all get out. Yeah, but we're still trying to drop some knowledge bombs on you, y'all. Cause listen, debt. Money is all about to change probably after this episode. Like, we're you ain't go- got to tell me, bro. Like, like we're, we're, we're going down some on really some weird lines. On some Tiananmen Square on these loans type shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on some like the yeah. tank is here and you just say, nope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, we laugh, but like, you know what I'm saying? So like, because like, it's basically that we incentivize being in debt a little too long. Debt was a good idea right after the war. <laughs> Debt was a good idea right after the like, war. Like, and when we... When we <laughs> <laughs> I also got a point about that. About the after the war shit. I was right, talking to our new roommate, our, our new roommate, Ro Timmy. We were, and we we're both not Americans. So we were talking about perspectives on America. And he was like, yeah, man, these niggas basically won one war and thought they was all hot boy and shit. <laughs> the world was like, yo, hey, our first war was, was like Bobby Schmurda's first hit, bro, and two. then we went to jail. No, no we didn't. That's not a proper not, The first one, No, 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 we dropped Channel Orange and then dropped Blonde on these niggas <laughs> we did after disappearing for so long. And then with <laughs> and Gable... <laughs> oh, and then I, Endless, I was, Endless was fucking Japan. Oh. No, no, because no. blonde, blonde was yeah. Well, get out when it was. Oh, get out the contract though. What did they do to get out the contract? They do. No, it. no, Pearl Harbor was that endless, was, bro. Right, Pearl I'm Harbor saying. Was right, else get out the contract. contract. Okay, but <laughs> point being, uh, to close this parentheses, um, close that parentheses. It's interesting bro. to see PEMDAS. how, while we talk about the student loan crisis and loans in general, America as a country seems to always want to be the world know it all when we have. Really big problems here. Actually, America, America. I'm not gonna lie. Like, we kind of like made it off a of fake clout. Yeah, America was a clout demon. Peanut butter and they were just like, Hey, hey, look at this culture we don't have yet, but we are gonna try and make it happen. But we have these uh, slaves to make it happen real quick. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> You know, no, what's you know no, what's fucked? You know so fucked about America up? is that we started off on indentured servitude, not slavery. Yes. We started off on like, hey, no, and they were like, it's hey, it's optional. They're like, it's not fast <laughs> <laughs> Like, literally, they were like, I heard that there's some. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no they, 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 went about, they went about 10 years and they were like, oh, too optional. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all funny. Man, that's only been like 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, my chest, bro. Oh my chest! Uh, yeah, uh, like actually, let, let's go ahead and actually America as a Virginia, as a Virginia care, let me bro. break this down for you. This is kind as of, Virginia is, actually... is playing live as we speak right yeah. behind us. Okay, so 1607, yes, like they didn't start Jamestown <laughs> bringing slaves over. It didn't start getting good until about 1620, 
after they killed all the Indians around Jamestown and had Yorktown established and Williamsburg established. York Boulevard? <laughs> no, Yorktown. Whole different shit. They were like, hmm. So we need to start maintaining land. Who's good at that? Because <laughs> they had killed off all the Indians who right. knew how to do this shit. They're like, shit. shit, we need to bring somebody on. Ah, well, they look kind of similar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, rumor has it there's these <laughs> islands out here. This is Nah, man. No, America literally. Like, and then it said, "Boom, Golden Triangle." America was like, "I got the pink hair. I got the Louis V purse. I got the shit." All right. So nah, like, here's the thing. Like, America, Dude, America was, was stunting was, shit too. Like, yeah, they look like fucking Reese Witherspoon from Legally Blonde, saying, bro. Like, like that's <laughs> at the end of the movie. That's what America was, bro. Like, bro, I, I, I was gonna say, yeah, Britain was like murder beats, bro. <laughs> 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 No, 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 when Uzi thinks he's tall when he stacks his money. Oh. That's what America and then is. Fucking, and then, yeah, Britain is DJ drama Don Cannon. And then fucking uh, uh, Rock Nation is France. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was so sad and so happy at the same time. Rock Nation is France. Bro, like, trust me. Like, where we're at with America. Like, we say all these analogies to say. We ain't even going to this one today. Y'all going to have to Google that shit. America has never, like, truly held its wealth. America has had like, hey, we put it together and the package. Nigga. Yeah, and that's the thing. America Ponzi schemed all of our wealth. America. Well, well, I will say though, there's a fuck ton of natural resources on this land. That is true. That's something that you can't like. Invent, all right, all right, like, but forget the natural resources. I'm talking about fucking like, e- like emotional resources, like no, investments sure. in people. Like they that's what America is a giant Ponzi scheme. It's you invest in people. And then you yeah. borrow money from the investors to pay off all the other people in hopes that they generate revenue for you. And you create this idea of the American dream that you can be yeah. more free than everybody else. But it just creates more debt to China. China is Amway. Yeah. Oh, China. God. And America's Enron. Guys, Essentially, our, the point is, you know. America- like, listen, like, we're going to have to pay these debts real soon. Oh yeah, the signs and writings all on the wall, like, we, and it's not even just like like the China debts; it's the God debts. Bro. <laughs> 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 what if you wanted to be America, but God said no? Nah, like seriously, like so upstairs, Larry be counting his like his final rack of his hundred bands, and he's going seventy eight, <laughs> seventy nine, and he makes it all the way to a point to get to a hundred because he knows like you can make you wait with that shit. Oh my yeah, god! Like bro. here's the here's the sad part about like America right now. We have put, like, what debt does, it's, the way they teach in finance, debt is a time tool. Mm. It is meant to get resources now that hope to make you more money. Like, debt should become an asset, the way it's done. Like, basically, you should take debt to get resources that will make you more money, so then you pay off the debt and are able to continue on what you're doing. America didn't do that as a whole. We were like, we're going to get the debt so we can bull. And we gonna keep bullying and spending it on the club and here's the thing. like bottle surfing. And think, think about how can we pay off this debt? 
Oprah. Wars. Which is back to my point. Oil. The debt's always a good idea after the war. Like, we've been at war for so long, and America's like, shit, actually, we need no. to be in that debt. That makes sense, because we need also think war. about it. America's actually never not... There's only... A, there's like one 12-year period during... If, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is what I remember from history class. There's like one 12 or 15-year period where America was not in a sort of armed conflict. Yes. But for the rest of the history of the United States, they've yes, always been like... we've always been somebody. in an armed conflict, my friend. It's been between the War of 1812 and the Civil War, I think. No, but didn't we have like this... There was another one like... Wait, what's about the Spanish American? No, Spanish American was like before after, World War okay. One. That was after Civil War. No, there was. I don't think there was any any wars before the Civil. No, War. No, but wasn't there like some conflicts out like just like the Indian tribes like on the trail? But, of but like that's like, not war. Like, so you mean like with another like? Sorry, massacre. Right. I just alienated <laughs> our entire Native American. You just really yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, hey. that's a genocide. You know what? Yeah, I can't yeah. even go back in my own country. Yeah, yo, that so. is true though. It wasn't really a war because it was a genocide. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't two. It wasn't two sides. Yeah, it was yeah, very saying, much so one yeah. side. Yeah. Y'all like, niggas, niggas brown. Y'all saw the revenant, bro. They've been scalping fools. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, cause they started shooting first. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like these niggas are awesome. Imagine if you was bullying, you got your family, you got your <laughs> wife, you got your kids. Some niggas show up, he gives your kid a blanket, he dies. Think about yeah. think about that, bro. But anyways, back to this debt shit, bro. So so South, here's yeah. the cra- here's the even crazier part. America's making bets on what hopefully will happen. Wait, China says what will happen. America hopes shit happens. <laughs> China says it will happen. Well, the only problem Other China co- has is they have a, a like a, what works for them is that whole communism capitalism blend. But what doesn't work for them is their leader is now supreme leader again. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a whole different discussion. What I'm saying about this whole debt shit is that it changes. Yeah, the no, their their, their debt is ching. By the way, is it a coincidence that EBT is just debt without the D? Damn. Oh my God. Ooh. Hold on. That's some Twitter genius shit right now. You gotta oh, post bro, that. You gotta tweet that. <laughs> just literally the same thing. Is it a coincidence that EBT is just debt without a D? Yo, I'll retweet that shit, bro. I will retweet I'll that, retweet shit, right that shit right now, bro. Just go, just go, just go. go. Just let that one fly, bro. Wow. wow. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. That's a crazy thought, man. What are we gonna do? Bro, like... <laughs> Immediately signs up for fucking volunteer hours. He's like, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, here's here's the crazy part. We still have not gotten to a point about in this debt conversation because I'm still trying to explain the premise. Basically, what I'm trying to get at is, is that if we're looking at the writing on the wall, America's size of debt that we kept been putting off that we just like (laughs) bought with another credit card or another group of people. Well, we run out of groups of people or things to really put the debt on. So it's starting to affect like a lot of important people up top. And because it's affecting a lot of people, important people up top, we got to be ready for that. Yeah. So all I'm saying is, is like, if you got some debts now, stop adding them and maybe start paying them off. Because like in the next six to nine months, I don't know what it's going to be like. And the crap. Because the student loan crisis, like, we cannot pay Now, I'll tell you what, guys. Like, gas for regular people is $3.80 in regular people areas in California. 
That's not okay. And when you go to Hollywood and the shits, it'd be getting to you, $5. You know what? And also, people you know? driving like something's wrong. Actually, yeah. Can we people, talk about people that People are straight up driving like there's something wrong. Not like... Not like there's something wrong like in Los Angeles, but like there's just something wrong in, in general. general. And I'm sure you can attest to that. You drove all the way back from Santa Monica today. Yes. And you do that every day, don't you? Yes. Isn't it a fuckity fuck ass commute? And why is there an accident every time I get in my car? Every time I get in my car, there's an accident. Why? Every time I get in my car, some nigga oh. try to do an illegal U-turn on some shit. Everybody start honking a fucking boop, boop, boop. Every time I get in my car, like, I don't the think that has not been happening. Out. It's just like it's like starting to get closer to us, like affecting. Like, it's no, like that shit, I always watch that shit go on, or like, hey, it doesn't happen. But like, I've had a lot of people like almost like, damn, are you gonna hit me? Like, that's no, what it's been turning yeah, into. Yeah, my point is like people are more aggressive. Like, I I'm going 35 into 35, and I'm minding my own business. I'm not rushing to be anywhere. Niggas behind me will be upset and will fucking like come by me and like look at me when they like. Pass me and say like the fuck nigga and I'm just like dude like I literally am just going home you cannot I was at Ralph's like <laughs> like I don't I don't understand I think that there's something to be said about people being angry in traffic here because I've noticed Nick is more angry behind the wheel I'm more angry behind the wheel but people in general around well, us well it's are just more that angry. like my patience for some reason is a little lower I think you know like regardless of what's going on in the world LA is just increasing in population it's the volume, and, and, it's, and it's not negligible uh. like everywhere I run my day around like the traffic cycles in Los Angeles because I just don't want to be driving around when I'm just sitting around doing nothing so like I I know when things get trafficy you know you can't predict it to a T but it's a good rule to live by and it's just been the hours that I rely on have been getting more and more trafficier as the days go. And, and the window and, gets and smaller. Yeah, and the window gets smaller, yes. and then the frequency of shitty drivers I see is increasing. And now that could be a result of just so many more new people coming into LA. But me thinks, me does think that people in LA are just a little restless because our heads are quote-unquote straight they're not straight but like relative to where most of america is at our heads are pretty straight and you know we we see what the logical decision is with how the country should be run we see what the logical decision is how some of these things should be made but then other things happen and it's just very frustrating in in the same way like a sports team if you have a front office that's just doing shit that you're, you you know is stupid and clearly the wrong decision you get frustrated and, and a little bit aggro yeah, I think that's what's no, happening I see that. here. I also think that you know it's just too many people. I think it's at this point where there's too many people. Like when I look at the goddamn freeway, when I'm fucking getting <laughs> on either the 110 or the 10 in any direction, bro. If I hit that whatever that Ventura fucking freeway is, oh my god, that nigga is evil, bro. Any 134, not 101, 134. No, I think it's 101. The 101, uh, that one, the one that it says Ventura and then it leads into Hollywood. Yep. Yeah, it's 101. Yeah. That one. At any time of the day, because I used to, I used to work in North Hollywood. My nigga, like holy shit, I would work crazy <laughs> hours. I would come in at twelve. It was forty five minute drive. I would leave at like fucking four a.m. Sometimes it was still fucking like wow. forty five minutes. Yeah. And we gotta tell people to stop. Like we gotta tell them, we gotta do something. Well, we gotta build public transportation. We gotta do something. Happen. It's fucked up. You know what the most fucked up part is? Cool. Remember, remember a couple podcasts ago. <clears throat> We brought up our boy Elon. Mm-hmm. And we were like, Elon, he about to grace us with a fucking tunnel. That's and true. And you, know you know what nigga said? Nah, nigga, you ain't building no fucking tunnel. That shit too small. 
That's what they said. It's too yeah. small. No, it's true. And it was it like, how big does it need to be? It's cars. Like, people aren't walking. It's not big Tonka trucks underneath there. So, they stopped Elon from building the tunnel. So, Elon literally was just like, damn, he got yeeted. So, he's like, fuck it. I'm going to help people in Las Vegas. But it's kind of fucked up. And everyone's like, okay. So, you know, someone was making a decision to make a change. And now, you just said, fuck y'all. You're not making this change. And... <coughs> You know what I think it is, though? I feel like that's also Elon Musk not realizing how big the traffic problem is in L.A. Mm. It's more so like he was like, yeah, I'm going to build a tunnel. Like, you know what? Like, we'll do like, what, six lanes of traffic. Worst case scenario, it'll be like, there'll be a lot of people in L.A., but whatever. Yeah. I don't know how big this tunnel is. However, the problem in, with like traffic in general is so bad. And I was yeah. talking to Daryl and Nick um, when we were at KBBQ. The idea that like we're not building up, we're building out. Yeah. And because we build out, Everyone's gonna want their one like every person wants their one car to get to and from their job Yeah, and if you don't build up you're not able to to like curb the amount of vehicles But yeah. to build up you need public transportation oh. so that we're stuck, right? Yeah, and this nigga was probably like oh any other city. I'll build some shit I'll fix it. It'll be lit when when the mayor or like whoever took care of that shit was like dog like mayor Barson. This needs to be like 12 times bigger. Yeah, he looked at his finances and was just like oh Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Abandoned tunnel. Sitting there in LA somewhere. That's oh, weird. He probably got that shit. He probably got that wired, shit. Wired, bro. Yeah. He's probably locked up. Yeah. There's probably Tesla's down there right now. Oh, bro. yeah. As we speak. His employees. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Like, we guys, we we gonna have to have y'all stop coming to Los Angeles. We're, we're full. I'm sorry. We can't come anymore. We can come to you, but, like, nah. It's too you can come visit. You can take a vacation. I love people that. Nah, yeah. add to the traffic. My name. No, no. Just come for a weekend. Here's what I'm saying. You cannot change the fact that people come visit here. That's like a true. lot of the traffic, a lot of the people is tourist, and tourism is a big thing in LA. So that's true. It does help the city. You can't get rid so of that much. shit. But niggas from like Midwest states that are perfectly okay, where you can have fucking cheese curds for a dollar seventy five. You're gonna either, you're gonna either, you're either, you're either gonna get a coke habit. Or a girl that breaks your heart, or both. Yeah. So just stop. Yeah. Like that's not me. I don't do cocaine. I don't do that. Like you, my niggas know. Yeah, we don't. But have like seriously, case. I've seen people come from Midwest states and they just do cocaine for some reason, they and just, that's just what they do. They just come here, their heart don't stop fast enough, so they just try to make it happen. Bro, bro. like literally, like every Midwest <laughs> nigga I've known who's come here has just be like, you know what? Where the blow at? Like seriously, like. <laughs> Listen, like you know what? Where the blow at? Yeah, man. Yeah, we all know some shit like that. Just L.A. people and their L.A. dreams chasing the L.A. thing. Wait. But we got Logan Paul. We got to talk about Nipsey Hussle dying, bro. Oh, yeah, we never did talk man. about that. Ah, shit. That sucks. So, uh, yeah, that happened last week. Well, let me go pee real quick. Yeah, Damn, this nigga really pissed on us while Nipsey Hussle cursed. Nah, like, I want to be here for the whole thing. I'm just playing, but um, I guess I can start this out. Yeah, if you don't know by now, then you're kind of a dumb nigga. But otherwise, uh, <laughs> Nipsey Hussle. One of the most legendary rap niggas that LA has ever seen passed away. Um, he was shot, murdered, killed, assassinated, whatever you want to call it, in front of his own fucking clothing store. Like, uh, what was it? It was a Sunday. It was like Sunday, yeah, March thirty. Sunday. It was like bro. March thirty first. It was the last like day that, of. Uh, it was the last day of March. It was the last day of March. The day before Monday. Day before April Fools. Day, you know, a day no one suspected would, nothing would happen. You know, our company turned one year old on March thirtieth. Life was looking up. I was in the middle of a fucking music session. 
And, like, you know, I heard that this nigga got gunned down. I was kind of, like, weirded out because, like, I worked with this nigga for an entire summer. Like, for three months of my life, mm-hmm. I was, like, at the studio from maybe, like, midday to, like, the next day. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I did a, a session from, like, 12 to 12, because niggas was just living in that studio. So, like, Nipsey, fucking his daughters, Lauren London, like, a bunch of people would just show up. And so we would all boo and kick it and chill because after a long time, like, you get to know these people, you know, you get to know what they like, their idiosyncrasies, stuff like that. And, like, I knew that these niggas like shrimp and banana bread. And so that, like, that's the shit that we would be doing. It's like, all right, like, we got all the microphones set up for the session. We got all the people ready to go. We got everything handled. The girls are playing ping pong. Nipsey's getting ready to rap. Like, let's eat some banana bread. We're going to have some shrimp later in the evening. Like, it was really a... A weird environment for yeah. me. It was, it was nice because up to that point, I had not dealt with many like rappers at my past job that I had really enjoyed, and this was one of those situations where like, you know, like Mike and Keys, some of the producers for them, like I did drawings and like little things for them that they ended up keeping and have, and then like Nipsey, he was out here always helping them out, doing a bunch of cool shit, just running errands, talking to him, hanging out, like whatever. And then hearing that this nigga died, like, it makes me feel really fucking weird because, like, in a way, you're related, but you're not related. And that almost hurts more because you're like, damn, I didn't get to ask the right questions to get to grieve you properly, but I still feel it the same way. So, you know, L.A. is in mourning. I'm in mourning. Everyone's bummed out about that shit. But um, I think there's a bigger story at hand, and it, it is in the conspiracy territory. But um, this nigga does leave a lot of questions about his death, and I know that we had, as a as a trio, we had a lot of questions. Um, yeah, we, come in and out of our. As fucking, you could expect, you know, like emotions are high and and guards are down and very vulnerable in situations yeah. like that. So, misinformation or or sensationalized information is a lot more permeable in 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 you know the initial stance. So. There was obvious, there was, for those who did follow, like, there was a lot of ties to his documentary that he was, long story short, making on this, you know, herbal doctor from Honduras, um, basically, yeah, Dr. CB, he, he's one of those herbal doctors who claims he cured AIDS with his uh, remedies, and he was in a Supreme Court case for, you know, medical malpractice, but he beat the case, and everybody gets sued because... He beat the case. It, it proved that he cured AIDS, and so the government assassinated him. But what ended up actually happening was is that he beat the case because they tried him for malpractice, and because he used natural ingredients, it doesn't qualify as medical malpractice because it's like from the earth. It's like yeah. not chemical. So he beat that case in that way, and he died in 2016 of pneumonia. So I just, it just kind of seems a little bit of a reach to me to see that like. Yeah they would wait that long to uh, assassinate this dude. Oh, no, that, for sure. And that, like, none of his cures ever made it to the mainstream. To the mainstream. You know, like, like after 25, 30 years mm-hmm. or whatever. And so, like, I get it. In a moment like that where it's just so confusing as to how somebody like Nipsey Hussle, who was one of the very few people who can unify, like, all sorts of street and gang conflicts together for the good of the community, one of the very few people who could do that, um... It's just weird to think that somebody from the community would do that to him when he was the one trying to raise them up. But uh, 
it appears it might have been that, you know? It, it's just some really, like, like tragic, poetic irony that it kind of happened this way. But, you know, I, I feel like the way he's getting a send-off mm. is sort of... it's It validates all of his work, in my opinion, because uh, know, all the work he did under the radar has now hit the foray because of this death. And because of that... I just wish it wasn't like it, that. I know, I wish it I mean? wasn't like that either, but, like, the comforting thing is now, like, you know, with his service being at Staples Center, all these murals around Los Angeles, like, we, he has definitely been elevated, you know, like, as an artist, I, as, as, an person, artist as a human yeah. being, like, as an entrepreneur, he is yeah, now, like, no one's saying that music-wise he's on the level of Tupac, but they're saying, you know, as a person, as a person like, as somebody who changed the community, no, he's up there sure. with him, like, he's yeah. in the same breath. Like, he was really trying to be out here fixing Los Angeles and, you know, America as a whole. But yeah. he, he really, like, you know, that store was in his in his hood, Crenshaw and Slauson. Yeah, man. Like, like that. That was his, like, spot. That was his spot. Uh, Damn. And it's that, not that and far, by the way, that's, like, two miles west. Like, when I, when I say I drive 10 minutes to go do shit, I went to the skate shop the other day, and I was literally there, and I was like, oh, God, like, like, my fucking Google map, like it's just stupid shit. But I got, I went to go get new skate wheels, everything, and it was like two days after this nigga got murdered. I go there, you know, and like I look at my phone, and it's like, yeah, discover Crenshaw, like point one miles away, like Marathon Clothing Store. And I was just like, yeah, man, it's weird. It's it's odd because like some stuff like hits close to home, and it hits like it just hits a nerve where you're like, aside from the situation where like me having worked with him, it's just like I live here, and I'm not a member of like the LA black community per se because I came here when I was 18 I lived all around the world in different places but over time like being here and feeling more at home with like certain people than the people I went to school with you end up like kind of thinking like damn like these people are also like you know I'm here just like them it's all the same and so you know between that and then that other nigga that lived in our fucking block that got shot and then you know a lot of yeah, shit. Yeah. It's just it's just a lot. It's just weird. It also speaks to the times. Maybe. It makes it feel like Trump land really out here being Trump land, you know? LA's, LA, LA's violence, as, you know, I haven't read numbers or anything like that, but I've been hearing that the violence has been on the rise lately, and just... <clears throat> I think it probably has a little bit to do with the whole immigration and just policies that have been going on under this administration, and... The federal involvement at the state and local level is just a little bit unnerving to some folks. So I think people are just a little bit jumpier than usual. Yeah, it definitely, like, especially now, too, like, it feels as though, like, you gotta watch out for something. I don't know if I've ever lived in a time where, like, things were dicing. I don't know if it's because I'm an adult and I'm more aware or is it adulthood be hitting, bro? Like, but like, it, it does. No, like adulthood be hitting. No, keep going. But but like but like I seriously like I don't I've never like I was I have anxiety issues like I I've never felt like this amount of like you gotta watch your back like there's this ominous figure wow. trying to get you like more That's so, so than now it's weird. That's crazy. <clears throat> That's interesting to hear from you guys like your perspective because as like someone that was born and raised in L.A. Like ironically, mm-hmm. things have gotten better. 
Wow. Like, I, would, I would say, like, things are getting better. But like, the so? Actually, I would say, I like, connected to the like, No, but I would say, like, things have gotten better, like, yes, since we've Compared been born. Compared to, like... But, like, yeah. if, we're re- if we're measuring things since 2010 versus things since now, I would say it's starting... Yeah, it's, shit is, like... Like, o- over the course of Trump's presidency, sh- like, I would say, at least emotionally, things have been a little dicey. Dicier. I don't know, like... See, the thing is, it's, like, I don't know if it's, like, me... At the same time, like, it could be, like, me just, like, uh-huh. going in this whole new mindset and, then, like, interacting and, like, at the same time, it's almost like you turn a blind side to a lot of things and it's like, yo, like, I see that shit going on, but it's like, damn, that sucks. Well, like, what's your perspective? Like, I um, want to hear. What's up? Like, growing up in L.A., like, you know, you've been around, like, fucking, like, shootings and shit, like, happening, like, on your block and, like, as a kid, it's just like, oh, like, damn, that's crazy. Like, I hope everyone, like, damn. That's wild. Well, I'm not dead. Like, what's up? Yeah, like, yeah. So it's like, oh, crazy. Like, I'm happy. Like, no one's really like fucked up, and like, like you see shit, and it's like, wow. Like, this is L.A., and like, shit keeps getting crazier. Shit was getting, shit was like really crazy when I was a kid, growing up, and it was like, whoa. Like, like you get instilled with this level of fear just from like your parents. Conditioning. Yeah, and it was like, it was like, whoa. Like, like I don't even wear like I don't even wear red or like dark like or like really bright blues i don't wear any of those colors mm-hmm. and it's like damn like i've had people say like why don't you wear red i'm like I'm like uh like i'm conditioned this damn, way. like i just don't do it yeah you know? it's like, like my dad is like don't wear red he's like don't go out the house wearing red don't go out the house wearing blue please please talk to you don't like just fucking put your hands on the shit and like yeah like you're conditioned to these things and growing up in la and it's like as i kept growing up and meeting different people and like talking to people and it's like yeah man this neighborhood used to be really fucking bad and it's like whoa like shit's kind of changing like Inglewood's changing Inglewood's changing a lot you a know lot and, and my dad's from there he was <coughs> right yeah, it's like my friends from Inglewood he's like he's like man shit's like in hindsight yes shit's getting more expensive but like things are getting better and it's like would you trade like that really expensive rent for shit getting better but like, who gets to enjoy the things getting better, right? Right, that's also a whole different audience, right? Who's buying up the properties? Exactly. Who's coming to the fucking events? Who's doing all the shit? Like, you know, like who gets like, to enjoy I don't the forum? Black think people who are there get to like enjoy think about that. think about they the won't. forum in general. Like, the forum has a lot of lit ass events. Like, I personally, before all the crazy shit went down, I saw Louis C.K. at the forum yeah. by myself. I spent eighty dollars on the ticket. I went there and I laughed my fucking ass off before I knew he was jerking off in front of bitches with like no condoms. Yikes. Um. Yeah. And most of that audience was all white niggas. And most of the events at the forum is just like, unless it's like an ASAP Rocky concert or something, yeah. you know? <laughs> so mostly black niggas. Most mostly black niggas. That's what I'm saying. It's mostly. It's mostly. It's mostly because who can afford it, right? Right. And that's like a whole. It's like that place can fill a fuck ton of people. Yeah. We're talking tens of That's thousands. That's where the Lakers used to right? play. The it's good Lakers. The Showtime Lakers. It's tens of thousands of people in flux into a community that's mostly black and Latino. Yeah. And how does that make them feel, right? Because that's what we're trading. You know, we're trading like that culture, that our cultural heritage, the idea that like, <clears throat> you know, you as a people, as a as a race, as whatever you want to say, as a community, you have a hold on like where you're from. Even if it's a small fucking 15 mile radius. Yeah. And when the things start getting so big and so popular that everyone is coming there from outside, but you still don't have enough money to go to the events that your own community puts on. Wow. How do you mitigate that? Those problems, you know what I'm saying? You and like, start the Los Angeles Clippers. Sure. 
But like <laughs> that problem also exists in Compton because like when, so like when I was a sophomore in college, my entire year was spent going to Compton and back to do these journalism projects on schools there, people that live there. Like I just had to collect stories, and it was it was Watson Compton mostly, and I was you know I didn't feel too out of place because like it was mostly niggas and Mexican yeah. people. I don't look too different, you know. I don't understand Spanish like that, like that, but, like, if niggas was really about that Spanish shit, I'd be like, all right, we're good. And talking to people, the thing that I really got was, like, yeah, like, we don't actually feel, like, that much so a part of L.A., so, like, when you come and, like, do the shit here that, like, we, you know, like, Dr. Dre opened, like, all these gifted schools in Compton, all this shit, all, because, you know, Kendrick donated a bunch of money, and all these things are beautiful, and they usually go back to the community, but that also brings a lot people from the outside right yeah, and those outside people come in and i don't want to be a dick because like i am an outside person as well but like i see how it affects people on a day-to-day basis i was just like oh damn like so y'all really out here like oh yeah these like fucking white kids i didn't know how to use pro tools came in and they used a doctor Dre school and like life was kind of like well it's the same but now we got white niggas that competing with us in our same environment it makes everything a little bit more of a gray blurred line yeah and like la is just full of that you know, it's like who gets to enjoy the taco stand? Well, the taco stand gotta make money, right? Yeah. But if the white niggas wasn't coming through from Santa Monica to go to the taco stand, it's illegal. Spend fucking forty dollars on like three tacos. And also post about it on Instagram. Right. Share Ge- it. Geotag that. Post it. Geotag it. It doesn't let. It doesn't make sense. So we're in this place where it's like it's bad, yeah. but it's good, but it's bad. Yeah, it's yeah, good, yeah, but it's yeah. Good, yeah. But it's bad. And like, here's the other thing. Like, and we'll, we'll I'll take an even bigger step back, right? Like, this plays into the fact that like people. There, we I think we've mentioned this before on the podcast, touch on it, but sort of like with cultural appropriation, as far as being respectful and taking elements from different cultures and adapting it and, and expanding it and progressing it, you know, the culture is by definition supposed to be appropriated because that's how we came to this point, right? Like everything was built off of everybody else before us and, mm-hmm. and different cultures to get to us here. Like we're supposed no, to course. mix and meld and get together, but like people seem to be thinking it's a zero-sum game and that if somebody takes the culture, it's automatically taken away from you God, by having somebody yeah. else taking it. Mm-hmm. And that's just not the case. It's just no. As long as they're being respectful in their usage and understanding where it's coming from, <coughs> it shouldn't be like, oh, nobody's allowed to use it because yeah. that's how we don't... Pre- that's how we stagnate. That's how you yeah, stagnate, right? Yeah. The idea that everyone has to keep their own shit. Yeah. No, I feel with you. Um, yeah. I think it's... I think that what you're saying makes sense, but also we have to stay aware of the idea that sharing the culture is important, but you cannot, you can't, you can't just like have black give face. up on, no, no, it's not that. You can't just give up on the people that created the space by saying, oh, we're just sharing and making it better. We'll just do that, like you know, take this, do or, this, and make or better it. yet, or better yet, like I think stop, if you're gonna appreciate the culture, don't hate the person who made it. Who made, exactly? That's the thing. That's it's what, like yeah, that's the problem with cultural appropriation. Be it's respectful like, with it. Exactly. A lot of times, like cult, you you take someone's culture, you take their ideals, mm-hmm. you love what they do, but then it's like, hey, this to create this culture, it causes like the problems right. have to be dealt with. Right. Lots of people died. Lots right. of people went through struggles. Right. It's like, well, fuck those people's struggles. I just like this one little poncho. One, like, and, you know, it's like Native Americans died for that. Fuck that. I like this poncho. And you like, know, it's like, also, <laughs> but like, that's the reason why like people like Mac Miller, but they don't like Russ. 
right? Both white rappers that could be considered really good at rapping. Now, aside from the fact that Mac Miller passed away tragically, R.I.P. But like um, Mac, even was when loved. he was alive, he was, he was one loved. of the most like he's he respected the culture of hip hop, but the, he never drew attention to his skin either. Right, and he was just saying, "Hey, I'm just doing this because I love it." And black people are funny because I look at culture and you know and and us all the time, and like niggas don't care what you look like and what you do as long as if you speak the same code, it's like, all right, we get it. I got you. Don't worry about it. Trust. I remember going to tailgates with, like, in partnership with the black fraternities at USC, and there was, and I was part of a different fraternity that was not like considered a black fraternity. But like, you know, we'd bull whatever, and I would see white niggas that were a part of the black fraternity, but because they had the literally same way of code switching, they grew up in the same parts, they had the same influences, they listened to the same music, they did the same shit. Everything was the same. And that goes to say, like, it's not about race, it's not about color of skin, or like, it's literally about, like, hey, if you understand where I come from, I will never talk shit to you. Yeah. And that's, like, literally the most human thing. It's like, if you can, like, just be in somebody else's shoes and, like, and say, I get it, and shake mm-hmm. someone's hand and be like, I can't get it 100%, but I get it, like, 90%, that's how you get culture across to multiple <coughs> people, right? And a lot of the times, like, we just don't. We just don't go that deep. People just don't. No, you know, we're not willing to. But we don't have to a lot of the times now. No. Like realistically, like we just wear the mask and keep it moving. It's weird how communication now has become such a transactional thing. Yeah. Like we social been, media well, likes yeah. have implications, y'all. Well, it's like it's not. Even they ain't liking like, it because they like you. They liking it because they like something else. Some other stuff. It's a whole different ball game. Whole different ball game. If somebody you hadn't talked to in four years be liking your shit, it's not because of you, boo boo. Yeah. I be seeing, I be seeing y'all, y'all from back home for me, like, I see them. Yeah, dude, Micah over here, the Hoenn Regional Elite Four at this bitch. Yeah, no, Micah's a gym I'm leader, still, bro. When I'm it comes <laughs> to the social media, Micah's yeah. straight up a gym leader. <laughs> I'm still in the Johto region with my t- with my Pidgeotto and Totodile. Uh, oh, we we haven't even gotten to fucking Mudkip and Torchic yet, and you out here <laughs> with the damn fucking water gym where you have to walk across the ice to get to the gym battle. That shit's wild. Social media's wild, but we're getting there. I'm gonna get my wings. <laughs> Daryl was trying to tell some story here. Y'all like, really, I feel like really some just fell off. The hard heart right now. Uh, what you, know, what you trying talk. to say, bro? What you <laughs> trying to say? I was just, I was just gonna say, like now because things have become tro- so transactional when we look at culture, I think that's part of the reason why we look at it as a zero sum game. Like transactions are kind of zero sum. It's like yeah. you get the interaction or you don't. Yeah. And I think like part of like that culture. That's why we need communism. Just kidding. <laughs> Ooh, we should we write the note. We I don't know if we can put that in this podcast, bro. I'm not trying to. I'll do it. I'm, uh, I'm the editor. I'll fucking edit my own. Shit. But you gotta remember where it is in the podcast. Yeah, you remember, just remember. It's fine. It's it's it's, it's probably fine. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, like we still no. have we still have freedom of speech, no. bro. Like, don't worry about it. You know what? We're going to Texas this Tech podcast. Win? No. no. 
This podcast is going up until the end of this game, <laughs> and only as such. Really? Are we going to co-opt? Are we gonna, are gonna, are really doing that? No, like, we're we're keep talking. So, we can it? keep it going, bro. Yeah, we can keep it yeah, going, bro. Yeah, bro. Anyway, so, anyway. I don't give a fuck about basketball like that. Like, yeah, yeah, me yeah, too, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for always standing me on these, yeah, like... Yeah, I don't care. Because that nigga is like, hey... Sorry, bro. <laughs> no, it's okay, though. No, I, I want to keep going. They got money on the line. They already, like no, the we already won a money. Yeah, yeah. Yo, like, we actually won. Yeah, okay, <laughs> anyways. Um, no, like, because of this transactional thing, because, like, cultural, like, mm-hmm. because we look at relationships as a transaction. Yeah, of course. When we start to look at culture, like, I really think that now, going forward, like, we got to get rid, not get rid of the transactional part, because I do think, like, everything's a business. Yeah. Everything, like, at least in social media, it's business run. But, like, we need to, like, add in some of these, like, little things yeah. to get people connected to. It's like, okay, like, at least understand the effects of your transaction. Mm-hmm. Like, I think there's a not enough, like, they people know that there's a transaction, but there's not enough of, because you're doing this transaction, these people feel this way. Or you're doing okay. this type of thing. Give or your transaction. Give me an example. Give me a, an example right now. Okay. You're a person who wants to be an influencer. And one of the things that you want to do is maybe bring awareness to a certain type of issue. Let's say it's related to, like, I don't want to say, like, something too deep. Um, You know what? Let's say, like, like, how teachers are underpaid, right? That's a really big issue, but, like, you're trying to, like, like, this transaction, like, you don't want to make it sound like, like, while you're on there, like, you don't, while you're trying to get your brand out there, it's like, you got to kind of take an angle. It's like, all right. Administrations, you know, Mm -hmm. charter schools, all those people who support that are kind of evil. And it may not be your mission, but you got to take a side to get your message out there. Mm -hmm. And then on the whole other end of it being so transactional, you don't get on the um, other end, like while you're trying to advocate for this thing, Mm -hmm. you may not get, like, hey, like, you might be a public school teacher, but like, there are kids who are underserved kids who aren't getting the things they need from other public school systems. And it's like, I've heard these arguments before. Like, I'm pro-public school, but, like, when you hear the arguments for charter schools and things like that, you're like, all right, public schools are underserved kids, right? So So it's like, like, these public schools are not going to serve my kids. Therefore, I'm not against it, but I will not But no, But because everyone's like, I got to take a side, I got to do things, people don't realize the other side of the token. They don't realize that if they advocate for public school it's like all right you're also like got to make sure that all these other things get supported you got to make sure that all these other types of oh my god oh <laughs> <laughs> cold blooded i'm really sorry y'all um there was there was a movement in the basketball that was live sphere, basketball right there ladies and, and uh, oh, oh they're trying to oh, oh no it's over it's over it's oh, over overtime. Overtime is gonna happen. No, I think basketball niggas are gonna be really excited right now. So just wow. wow. Keep in mind that like yeah, some live shit. Happened. Wow. Okay, wow. so we really will go <laughs> to the end of this game. <laughs> you look like Jaden Smith. Bro. <laughs> yeah. Everybody good. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. we're watching the national championship game, but yeah, no, they made like a three point like shot to like tie the game. Yeah. So now it's gonna go to overtime. <laughs> Damn, like we yelled that loud. Um. I guess so. Who is that? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to it, boys. Where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we? What? 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 This has been like such a disjointed thing. Like, but back to like the transactional. Like, if you advocate for something, or like because of this transactional game, you don't realize that hey, you are either disparaging or 
you're pushing away a certain group yeah. like type of groups yeah. thing like yeah. Yeah. to a certain level if we relate that to culture it's like mm. alright it's okay to appreciate it's okay to do certain things like to say that you're down with the culture but if you aren't also willing to advocate for the reasons why this culture exists this way or advocate for the reasons why these types of people do these things Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That's how we do it. All right. Yeah, no, good luck. Good luck. No, um, I'm just trying to get jobs. That's all I'm saying. Like, you don't have to whisper. Yeah, no, we're good. Nah, we're but like, you know, you like, know, just, you don't, know, just don't, yell. Just don't yell. You know, my voice is loud. Y'all know. No, your voice is fine, bro. Keep, I'll let you know if you have to tone it down. Yeah, trust. Yeah, trust me. Um, I, I wonder if like if we if we if people aren't aware of that will we start getting further away from like the 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 like what it means to actually communicate like will communication just turn into like this binary thing instead of it being like this multi layered idea of what it was supposed to be because like mm-hmm. I feel like we're slipping away from that and like mm-hmm. because it's like it's not that it's going to a different medium it's that yeah. it's going to a different medium that's unknown and like these pieces are now truly missing you know because like before mm-hmm. like we look at like the internet the internet augments things it just changes the way we do yeah. stuff and yeah the internet changes the way we communicate but it definitely we don't relate to anybody anymore yeah. we don't have these like human interactions they're all yeah. through the screen what does that do to us wow <clears throat> I have something to add to that actually. I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping it's 100% on the fucking dot. Uh-huh. Cuz you said <clears throat> let me try to let me try to rephrase what you just said. So you're saying like interactions are possibly becoming this very binary state where people are always kind of looking for something out of it mm. and like it may be removing I'm not going to say I don't know if, like, the word human, because I feel like people always kind of look for something out of people, which is not the right approach. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, yeah, that's not. Like, but it's true. Like, everybody is sort of looking, like, either for comfort kind of or look happy. Like, something, right? But it's like, it's become so, like, I need that like, or hopefully yeah. this will give me this totally, follow. Totally, or totally, so, you totally. know? Yeah, even or I post favor, that. You know? Yeah, yeah, I post that kind of stuff sometimes. Like, but I believe. To add on to that, it's it's more of an addition, more not really answering it. Mm-hmm. It's like coming from a place of, it's almost like a no, quote unquote, no expectation. But like you do, we all kind of always expect something. Yeah. But it's like expecting something, but not like saying like, oh, the world's not gonna be over if it doesn't happen like that. And it's like, it's like you're doing things for people because I do this quite a bit actually. It's like. You know, I'll go through, like, comment, like, comment, comment, and do things like that. And sometimes, like, I'm about to send out, like, a whole bunch of stickers in the mail. I don't know what the hell is going to happen. It doesn't really matter. It's just doing that. For it's the, getting the habit, It's right? just doing It's just doing something uh-huh. with no, it's like, I don't know what's going to happen. That doesn't matter. But the only thing that matters is the fact that I'm doing it right now. And we'll see what happens. And then from there, we'll go ahead and adjust. And mm. then we'll, like, we'll take a step back and be like, okay, like, Okay, we we kind of did predict these kind of numbers, but like, oh, that didn't happen, and that's okay. Like, okay, let's see what we can do to adjust yeah. for that. And it's like, oh, uh, in a more measurable kind of way. For example, Instagram. I remember on my old page, it was like, 
Dogs, Shiba Inus, like <laughs> that shit was hot. Like people love Shiba that Inus. That was the OS Japan. People like, love the Shiba Inus. The minute I post Shiba Inu, boom, three K likes, easy. And I was like, okay, let me take a step back. What can, what else can I post? That like it's not just Shiba Inus. That's like in just, that vein though. Right, and like I'm trying to notice with my new page, it's like okay, things are the numbers are a lot lower. It's like in the 200, 300s kind of range, and it's a whole different kind of vibe because I'm about to kind of go on a tangent here mm-hmm. but like there's a certain i had this thought where it was like hey i only have like three thousand i don't want to say only but like i have three thousand like six hundred followers right mm-hmm. and versus the ten thousand or twenty thousand that i had on the other page there's these connections that i'm building where it's like people are messaging me saying like yo like today some some person messaged me and said you inspired me to go to therapy today like Wow. The fact Damn. and I was like, lot, yo, I was like, how do you reply to something like that? It's like, you're like, wow, I hope it goes well. Like, all I, you're like I hope you like your therapist. Like, <laughs> yeah. all that's I said, battle with yeah, itself. Find like that therapist, nigga, fucking wow. Wow. All yeah. I said, all I said was like, wow, man, like that's really powerful. I'm happy uh-huh. that you shared that with me, and like, you know, you're taking a step in a direction that a lot of people wouldn't. And I left it at that, and I was like, I, re- I appreciate you. Like, and honestly, a lot of the shit I say is just like, I appreciate you. Like, that's wild. I did not expect that. But and that's your reaction most of the time. You yeah, know? it's just like dope. Like that's fucking dope. Like that shit pulled off. Like cool. I didn't expect that, and I didn't have any expectations. It's like yeah, things are staying stagnant at like a three hundred to two hundred range, and I'm like, okay, we'll see what happens as I like put more effort into mm-hmm. it. But anyways, to go back to what Daryl said, it was like I really part of me hopes it doesn't go to that point, but I know it will. Like, yeah. people will always kind of see it as a binary thing because mm-hmm. it takes a while to the point where you're, like, do it with no expectation. And even a lot of the greats, the people yeah. that we see that are just, like, on the top of their shit, they always say it. And they're like, yo, just Don't fucking do shit. it. Yeah. yeah. Just, just do your shit and, like... If it if it catches on, it catches on, you know. Exactly. But what they also don't say is that there's a lot of work yeah. that's put in on, like, the back end. True. On, the, on, you know, just, like, the idea that growing your shit, being an engaged fucking it's account, all that other stuff, letting people know, replying to DMs, replying to comments, yeah. like, and personally, like, with, just with the GSD account and stuff like that, like, I've gotten to that point where, like, I can feel for niggas in bot farms that are just liking and commenting on shit, yeah. because I've been at that point where it's, like, I've spent, like, three, four hours just, like, literally just looking through Instagram and being, like, hmm, these accounts are good. These accounts are not so good. Yeah. I want to follow these ones. I want to, like, engage with these ones. Yeah. Let me go like these people. Like, it really is the same as keeping up a full-time job. And so when my phone tells me that I've been spending three and a half hours on social media and only one and a half hours on fucking creative apps, I'm like, no, you're wrong. I want to add on to what Tebow just said. Mm -hmm. It's, in the way I look at the percentage, it's literally 90% of the shit you're going to do won't really push forward. But that one 10% small slice in that yeah. 100% of the effort that you give mm-hmm. will. But it's like, you don't know when the fuck that shit's going to hit. You and then you're just going to be sitting there like, damn, like, this no. shit ain't really hitting right now. Like, fuck. Okay. I guess I'm going to no, try. We grew plus, t- like, two times plus our size in a couple weeks' time and stagnated for, like, three well, months. Well, it's low-key shadow ban. There's the low key shadow oh, bands. Yeah, your account is that long, yeah. huh? Yeah. And it's like it's like, all right, how bad do you want this engagement? Because that's the thing, like Instagram, because the algorithms is like, all right, they Niggas make it a chance. Playing, bro. Yeah. Playing, bro. Like, they really make you work that. hard. Yeah. The 
algorithm keeps updating as we speak. Yes, Speaking of playing, y'all remember your first GameCube? Actually, <laughs> I never had a GameCube. I never had a GameCube either, and I got a PS2. Uh, yeah, PS2 was the fucking best. Y'all had fucking West Coast fucking GameCube. All right, I see where you're at. All right, PS2 GameCube. Y'all remember that shit? That yeah. shit was magical. Yeah. That shit. Bro, I remember the bro. day I got my PS2. You know why? Because my I was in Costco and I was with my mom for some reason on a school day, and I was like, "Mom, mom, mom, look, it's a PlayStation 2. Oh my god! Oh, I want one so bad!" And she was just oh, like, she she just looked at me and was like, "Eh," and I was like, "Damn, I ain't never gonna get that shit." The next day, she brought it back, and I was like, "What?" Huh? It was <laughs> it, it, it like never happens. With my, especially in my family, like that shit never happens. When you right. ask for some shit, you gotta really ask for it. For yeah. some reason, she was just like, "Eh." How Julian Miss Cartier breaks. Yes, literally. <laughs> that. <laughs> I was like, gotta go get this shit to graduate. That's wild, bro. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, no, she bought a game for it, and we ended up playing that game. Like she fucked with the the game. It was Dark Cloud, actually. If you, any oh, of that game is lit. That game bro. is lit, bro. That game is in depth. As fuck. Dark Wait. Cloud was a fucking game, my nigga. Yeah. Me and my mom played that shit to the end. That game is wild. That shit was hard for me. It was difficult. Kid. I know. I let her play a lot of levels. All right. I was watching, side note, I was watching, like, you can go on YouTube. Anyone that had a PS2 or GameCube, type in GameCube or PS2 Nostalgia. Watch. I've just, seen that. Just I've 10 minutes. That. 10 minutes. Crazy. All you need to do is sit there crying. You'd be like. <gasps> one one more, like, one more oh big, big topic I kind of wanted to talk. No, it's not even that Damn, big. But, like, yeah. topic, now that we're we talking have. about games. Um, just so, I kind of want to follow up on this. I, I've mentioned this one game that EA released called Anthem before mm. and how it was that a cataclysmic was release. Trash. Um, but there was an article that came out that basically said what happened with the game and how it happened. So so basically what ended up happening was is that this game uh, was announced to be made in 2012 and it released this past January 2019. <laughs> Damn. Um, the game was in pre-production for... Since 2012, it was in pre-production until 2017. They didn't start actual uh, final production of the game until 2017, meaning that pre-production is planning out what the it game like is, yeah. planning out what the like world they, they, they is. No, and so the, the, the company that made this game is called BioWare, and they're the people that made <laughs> Mass Effect. And basically what happened yeah. was is that the leadership of BioWare was like, oh, we got that Bioware magic because of Mass Effect. We can do it. We're going to do it. We're going to make it. And they kept changing what the game wanted to be for four years. For No, no, for six years. They kept... They were like, no, 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 we want flying. All right, so they had to add flying, and the, and the fucking people had to build a game with flying. They're like, no, 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 take flying out, and then they had to deconstruct the levels and redesign it because, like, flying, you have to add, like, a Z-axis, right? You have yeah, to add, like, a Z-axis to your entire level. But if you don't need flying in your game, you don't need that Z-axis. Yeah. So they literally had game devs, like, building up the game, deconstructing it because they couldn't make up their minds of what kind of game they wanted. After a certain oh. point, EA comes in right around 2017, yeah. and they're like, the, the CEO comes in and he's like, all right, I want to see the game you have. And then he plays it. He's like, this game fucking sucks. Like, you have had, like, six years. Like, please, you need to fix your game. I want to see a good game or else. Like, add these things. And, this is development and this is video games. The, the, yeah, let, me, let, me put you, let me put it in context. Like, the CEO of EA is not the type of dude to know what a good or bad game is, like, mm. technically. No. Like, it would have had to have been a bad game like a just really objectively. Game. Yeah. You know? So... They made a game, they made a trail, like, no, they made a demo, they didn't make a game, they made a demo tailored around what this dude wanted, and typically, so then they, like, showed him, like, okay, like, this is the game, this is what we have, it was just a demo, they just built the demo, but it looks like there's a whole game behind it. That same demo 
was announced at E3 that year as the game, right? Uh, they said that this is the game, this is what the game is supposed to be, and this is what the game is promising, okay. when that game demo was made a month ago, and a lot of the game devs of Bioware didn't even know that's what they were going to go with oh, in terms man. of the game itself. So it was a demo. None of what was in that thing was even made. Like, none of it. It's not like it was a game that was made and they and they stripped back some of the renders. Like, that game wasn't made. So, in the process, a lot of the talent, like the artistic, the creative directors, artistic directors, whatever, they left and they started their own studio. Yeah. And so, like, a lot of what Bioware's Mass Effect talent is gone. And they're like, no, no, no. Like, they're, the execs like, no, 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 we got this. Like, we're so cool. We're so Bioware. They got this one dude to come in and kick their ass in gear and they made the game that ended up coming out in, in 2019 was made in 12 months. That game was made in 12 months. So, like, that's actually pretty impressive considering yeah, that's only one like year. It's shitty that it took, like, seven years to get it out of development, but it took that long. And so, ever since then, with all the bugs and all the things they've had to ration out in the game, the content, the armor skins, everything like that, they've had to ration it out because they barely have enough content to, like, give it a full game. They haven't taken any accountability. They're like, you know, like we we hear the complaints, but like we're satisfied with this. Like we're we're ta we're we're happy with our talent. Like we work pretty hard. Like just basically taking no accountability and not learning a thing. Yeah. And so this is one of the weird cases where EA, even though they probably should have been a better distributor in terms of oversight and and goals and things like that, is probably not to blame too much for this one. It was literally all in house. It was all in house. No, that just seems like they were stuck in development hell, and everyone was disagreeing. It was bad shit. leadership. And then no one was like, "Hey, this is the game." They were just like, eh, "What do you guys want to do?" Uh, I but don't know, like, let's change it. Oh, let's change I, it. I want people to realize what the uh, that that shit crazy. I want people to realize what the scale of this is. This is a triple A title game that got made that wasn't a game. You know, like it would it spent like nine years. It got made, and like this is probably one of the biggest failures of a triple A title game to date. Probably just one of the biggest business failures in general. Yeah, bad business. And Apex Legends only barely probably saving them right now. Wow. Well, you know, they just work on my FIFA every year. Yeah, FIFA. 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 That's just some worldwide shit, my dude. Like, they buy the same game every year. That's a worldwide sport. FIFA? Yeah, bro. Football? Ah! You know you got I got white claws on my nose. Oh my god, I got white claws on my nose. It's like I'm dripping. I don't know which way it's dripping, but it's dripping. Nah, man. Like seriously, like I, I really did not want to say this like the last podcast we did, but like I don't know if it's me or my tolerance. I can't handle these white claws, man. Like they really eat no, it. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm cool, bro. I can do a shot. I don't have to gas. Like I'm okay. Bro. All right, let me. Oh my god, it's still there. It's like not, I thought it was coming out. Alright. 49 seconds left in this game. <laughs> and I need to tell y'all. Yo. I had. <gasps> I had one of the. I had one of the smallest L's of the week I've ever had in my life. I had like 10, so you're good to go. Well, I probably had more this week, but this one was just so memorable that, like. It was just like, what the fuck? So, my friend Corey, mm -hmm. we're going to pick up his dog at LAX, and they were like, all right, his dog, yeah, he got a dog. Oh, yeah, I saw. His dog was basically like, oh, it's 20 to 25 minute wait. I'm like, okay, cool, we're going to go to Ralph's, pick up some beer, and get, like, food. And so we go to Jersey Mike's to get food, yeah. and I'm in line, 
I look at this dude in the eye. He's like, what do you want? I'm like, a Chipotle cheesesteak on white, regular size, no peppers. He writes it all down. No peppers? All right, cool. Gives me the ticket. Go down. Pay for the thing. Got the chips and everything. Yeah. I'm sitting. Corey's behind me. Gets a sandwich. Cool. Everybody else behind me, they're getting their cold sandwiches. The dude that took my order making cold sandwiches for people, and nothing's on the grill. But I'm like, all right, like, you know, like, everyone's happening. Mm-hmm. It goes to the point where nobody else is in the restaurant. And then all of a sudden, this lady who rang me up at the cashier, she throws something on the grill. I'm like, okay, that's my sandwich. And so I go, like, it's cooking. I'm waiting there a long time. I'm sitting there with Corey, who had his sandwich for a few minutes. And I peer over, and this girl's making a meatball sub on the damn grill. And I literally okay. stood up, I, mid-conversation with Corey, I was like, stop the conversation. I was like, um, excuse me, where's my sandwich? And they both, uh-huh. they were both talking, they both stopped, and they, they did one of their, like, they were like, um, I'm sorry, what did you get? And I was like, I got a Chipotle oh, yeah, cheesesteak. Yeah. And they were like, oh, okay, my bad. And I see him put it on and stuff like that. And I'm like, but without the peppers, he's like, oh, okay, my bad, dude. I... I looked this dude dead in the eye, man. Like, he looked into my soul when I took that order. And I saw him write down all this shit. And I'm like, my guy, this was like three minutes. I know the gas be hitting, bro. Like, I've been there. I've been there. <laughs> I would not have paid for that sandwich, bro. I It was okay. I was just, it wasn't that long of a wait. But I just thought it's like, how are you going to forget how to make someone's sandwich? <laughs> like, literally, I paid for the sandwich and everything. And they're like, what'd you get? And I'm like, you tell me. Like, what the fuck? Anyways, that I just thought that was silly. Here, I'll go next. Fucking got, service industry. It was it was like two weeks ago, but like I, I have a sandwich shop, L. All right. So, uh, so I, the context of the story, we don't live too far from our old frat house. As a matter of fact, we live like a block from our frat house. One block. Yep. And I don't be going to that shit often, but we got lured to go to the frat house because some special events were happening. Mark special events. All right. Our friend Andy had another friend who was coming in from town. His name uh, is Jack. Jack's homie. He was in. You know, we, it was just a bunch of good things going on. And, like, they were extra lit because it's, like, frat Vegas, right? Yep. So they were going hard. We were like, yep. we ain't got nothing to do, right? It's Thursday night. Let's hang out with the niggas, right? So, you know, we getting lit, having a good time, you know. Everybody, you know, smoking, drinking, you know, hitting jewels and shit. You know what I'm saying? We get to the end of the night. I leave the fraternity house. I'm smashed. Tebow smashed. But we're like, you know what? Let's go get some food. We had a good night. I get to the subway, right? Because we like, yo, we haven't been to subway in a hot minute. Cheap food. We cool. I order a six-inch Black Forest ham. I'm going through all my stuff. I get the order. It's time to pay. Now, this particular night, I don't know what happened, but there might have been some things that have been impairing my breathing on this particular night. And, and for some reason, what reason would that be? I, I just start tunnel visioning, like tunnel visioning inside the subway. So I'm like, all right, Daryl, you cannot pass out at the kid like the counter. I'm having the ha ha Davis. Wow, <laughs> you are about to pass out, pass out, right? I said, wow, I'm about to pay for this sandwich and leave, right? <laughs> I pay for the no, 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 facts. I was there, bro. All right, I so I tried, literally, here's uh, what I remember. 
I remember uh, paying for the sandwich in cash, uh, getting the cash back. I asked for a cookie. Uh, I didn't get this cookie when I got home when I was sad. That was the real L. I'm going to say. That's is, the real L. But like. I was, okay, I was behind Daryl. So my ass like, all right, I'm going to get a sandwich. I get my sandwich made. And like, Life is wonderful. Can like, you confirm? Like, I was, was talking totally normal, just <laughs> doing my thing. You know, you was doing okay. You know what I'm saying? You were just like, yeah, I want this, this. Like, you like you were letting you were letting it be known that you wanted what you wanted. Right. So this nigga, Daryl, is like, yeah, can I get my shit? He gets all this shit. I'm about to pay for my food. And all of a sudden, she's like, sir, can you please move on? And he just looking, like, dead, like, straight into this lady's eyes. Like, she's like, sir, can you please move on? And all of a sudden... Uh-huh. He starts like titubating, like oh shit, like he's like moving and shit. And I'm like, wait, what's going on? And all of a sudden, this nigga face just goes whoa. Oh, and so he falls forward, shit. and I like kind of like touch him, like dude, 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 like what are you doing? He's like nigga, like he's like he's like falling over and shit. And I'm just like trying to grab him, like dog, like please don't do this right now. And so what happens? What ends up happening is like I grab him and I say like he already paid for his shit. So I was like I grab him and I'm just like go to the fucking like. Whatever that little area is where niggas... I literally, like, here's the thing. Here's the kicker. I remember this. I literally dropped everything that I owned on the floor. No, this nigga... No, everything I, that I owned. I picked up... It wasn't just, like, no, one, it was, like, no. the phone, the I wallet, picked, the fucking sandwich. I, everything was on the floor at I point. picked up this nigga wallet, this nigga credit card, because the credit card was not in the wallet, this nigga sandwich, this nigga chips, and I put him by a table. I pay for my shit. And then he has the nerve to fully lay on the table, like on the table, like I'm about to take a nap. I'm like, nigga, we need to leave. So like I shake him, and I'm like, Daryl, we have to go now. Like, I now. I run out of oxygen, right? I'm like, all right, whatever. Dead. No, I can just get outside, right? I walk like maybe oh. five feet, and just instantly start hacking. <laughs> oh, oh, this nigga was sitting like on the side of the road, just like. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, you know what? Like, at least you didn't do it inside the subway. Turn up. I didn't do it. You know, like you didn't do it in the subway. Like it's fine, but also like we need to get home, and I want to eat my sandwich in peace. So we ended up going home, and everything was good after that. Like after after he threw up, everything was good. Yeah, like I was fine. I was almost like, God, like that was terrible. Like, wow. but like he did scare some, you know, some white sorority bitches because like. We was we was definitely on the road. He was like, <laughs> like and just like Daryl being Daryl, he was like, yeah, oh, that shit, like all that shit. You know what I'm saying? And then, like these girls were walking by, like, oh my god. And I was I was trying to I was in the middle, like, hey, like it's okay, keep going, keep going, keep going. it's okay, walk, walk, keep moving, don't look for shit, Daryl, you got it. So it was it was it was a vibe, but you know, uh, I'm gonna finish this story up by moving on to my L of the week. Which is like nine different L's because I took so many L's this week. My life is just fucking shit. Mm. Um, so essentially, uh, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, everything good, whatever. Thursday rolls around. I wake up in the morning and I'm just like, I feel like shit. My body is like hurt. Like I, ha- I think I'm getting a cold or a flu or something. So I was just like, you know what? Like I'm gonna take it easy, whatever. And you know, just like you know, getting vitamin C, taking Advil, all that good stuff. Um, taking it easy. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take this one day off. I'm just going to really get my health back up. So tomorrow I can go in. Next day rolls around. I don't feel great. I'm like, oh, fuck. This is not as good. Like, whatever. I keep it. I still, I stay resting. Everything is great. Like, by fucking Saturday, I feel great. I'm like, you know what? Saturday is my day. Like, I feel good. Like, I wake up, blah, blah, blah. I mean, my girlfriend, we're supposed to go to a museum that day. And I was just like, 
I like, wanted to go to the museum, but then yeah, just gotcha. chill. So you know, I'm trying to go to this museum. I'm like, you know what? We'll do this. Blah blah. I go to her house. We chill. Whatever. She's like, oh, I made this curry last night. It's really good. Keep in mind, I haven't had anything to eat all day, but I feel great. So I was like, oh, of course, an omelet of curry. She makes me a big bowl of curry. I fucking eat that shit up. I'm like, mm, that shit was delicious. Fifteen minutes later, I hear like there's a literally like there's a thump in my stomach. It goes like boom. I'm like, oh shit. All of a sudden I can feel my stomach just punching me like like nigga, like what's wrong with you, bro? Like I was like, Oh, this hurts really bad. So I was like, Hey, like my stomach hurts, like it happens from time to time, so I'm just like, you know what, like whatever, like my stomach hurt, like it's chill. Stomach hurt. Give me like give me like ten minutes and I, I should be able to go to the museum. Nah, nigga. Ten minutes later, I'm in the bathroom, just shitting my brains out, like, oh, I'm gonna die, like, fuck. And so, like, that passes, and I'm like, you know what? That was bad. I acknowledge it. Maybe I shouldn't eat curry in the morning. Whatever. Cool. And so we're like, all right, let's go to the museum in, like, 15 minutes. And then ten minutes in to, like, this 15-minute wait, I'm just like, bro, my stomach hurt again. So I go to the bathroom. I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna wait this out. Next thing you know... I'm fucking puking in the bathroom. This fucking rice is coming out of my nose, bro. Like, this shit is... This shit is... So, it's not even liquid. It's solid. Like, I'm, like, grabbing it out of my throat. Like, throwing it in the bathroom. This shit is fucking, like... You ain't tell me it was that bad, No, bro. this shit was bad, bro. Ugh. This shit was, like, fucking splashing everywhere. My clothes... I had nice clothes on because I was usually going to the museum. I was trying to look nice. So, all my clothes get fucked up. I'm just out here, like, staring into this toilet bowl, like, please, God, like, I swear to God, I don't know what I did, but, like, you can't do me like that, bro. So, you know, I was, like, I was really fucked up about it. You know you're having a good time low-key, though. No, I wasn't. You're like, ah. I wasn't. Because you know what happens? Yeah. Usually, here's, and here's, what, here's why it was bad. Usually when you puke after you throw up, everything feels better. No, I puked, and my stomach was still, like, fuck you. And I was like, but I, I, I threw up. And it was when like, your nah. stomach like, fuck you. Too. And so I laid down. I slept for like four hours. Then I got, I came back to the house and everything felt better. And I was like, all right, cool. I think I'm going to survive. And so I wake up and the next morning I turn on my phone. I'm doing my shit, whatever. And this shit turns off. My phone stopped working. Like stopped working out of nowhere. So I'm like, nigga, I need to get a new phone and shit. And so I'm like, all right, like, bet, like, I guess, like, this is awful. I was sick all weekend. Now my phone doesn't work. I got to spend $1,000 on a new phone. I go to the Apple store. These niggas charged me basically $1,100 for a new phone, which I needed to get. Which is the fucking gas. This is a W in disguise. But also, like, I was out there just, like, dishing out money to these niggas, just, like, spending all my shit. So I got a new phone. I was sick all weekend. I made it out. I feel better now, but like honestly, bro, like this weekend sucked. So that was that's, that's my L, bro. Okay, cool. It was bad. I ain't gonna lie. Damn, bro. Hey, but guess what? I got a new phone now. I can yeah. do animojis. Hey, that I got lit, bro. bro. I can measure niggas and shit, yeah. bro. Like that shit is hard. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh. I'm gonna try that shit next time. <laughs> don't say, don't say nothing. Nah, the number gonna come out different than you expect. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Uh, three, three Kelvin. <laughs> How much is that? Y'all Negroes funny. Oh, that's funny, not that bro. funny. 
I guess. Nah, I'm just gonna say shit in centimeters because that shit add up more so than like <laughs> twenty and no thirty minutes. I'm on thirty centimeters. Thirty centimeters, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> just hope she ain't. If she do the from a different. Be like a if she from a different country, it ain't gonna work. But anyways, um. I'm exactly one hundred millimeters. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Um, yeah. fucking, my whole week is not that, not as bad, not as bad as these niggas, because damn, that shit sucked. <laughs> but, um, I just didn't, like, for the past, uh, two weeks, actually, I didn't even go out to the club. Like, oh, yeah, wow. Micah, Micah, like, Micah hit the young pause. I did go to a bar, and I did, like, you know, wow. dance a little bit, but I didn't really go to, like, no, like, ratchet shit, and... It's an L. Um, it's not really an L because like, fuck. But I guess that's the only thing that is like bad. Like Bro, otherwise, can lay it on. Tell your truth. Yeah, like I mean, that was the only thing that I can consider like quote unquote bad. But like otherwise, in that time being, like I just like kind of sat at home and just like mm-hmm. for the past like fucking like nine weeks or something. Yeah. <laughs> like since I came back from like Las Vegas with my friends, which was like yeah probably ten or nine weeks ago. And I say that like it's so casual. Nine weeks ago, like yeah, no problem. It's like a couple months. Yeah, yeah it's that's how long the Virginia Beach City uh, School District uh, quarter lasts. Nine weeks. Right? Exactly. So Virginia Beach School quarter, whatever the hell. Yeah, <laughs> them school, fools were uh, in school, yeah. and Michael was over here partying till then. And then one week, I just said like, "Yo, like coming back from Canada, I was like, yeah, I need to hit the young pause real quick, like for this I one weekend." No, the and I just important. yeah, and I like. I took myself back and I was like, oh, I'm gonna recollect. And like, my friends went out and mm-hmm. they were like, damn, that shit sucked. And I was like, <laughs> I, I mean, like, hey, like, you know, I told y'all to take a break. <laughs> but, but they didn't have a good time. And like, part of me, I guess the L was like, part of me was like, man, like, yeah, I wish I could have been there to like help them out. Cause like, I don't wanna say that I'm the one that like typically will set the fucking tone. Yeah. But it did not seem like they had a great time. Every time I asked them, like, uh, how man. was how was your night out? And they're like, it just sucked. And I was like, damn. Uh, you know why? Because you weren't there. I wasn't there. You weren't there. Yeah, I wasn't there. And I didn't, I didn't think everything kind of fell on my shoulders like that. But sometimes it's like little things like that where it's just like. You might. It's, it's like, like the squad not is not complete without not you. Complete. And it's like if any one of these niggas didn't show up, it would be the same. Imagine like, the Warriors trying you. to play without Steph. Yeah. Yeah. True. Or even What's like that nigga <laughs> fucking um Clay. What's it? Clay Thompson. You know. Yeah. No, they can play without Clay. They can't play. Well, without Clay. I feel like he's just as important, if not. Uh, uh, you speaking the sport? I don't know. I don't know basketball. You What? That's dangerous. That's like saying like Scotty Pippen is useful in MJ's campaign. Like yeah, like he was useful he in MJ's campaign, campaign names, but, but nothing bro. meant. Well, but like there could he's replaceable. Yeah. 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 So, uh, sports, 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 and and commute, commute, community service. Community. All right. Sorry, y'all. This was a little bit unorganized, but hey, like life be ramping up. So yeah, you know, it's April. The economy about to tank soon. Get your fucking bonds in the break. Hey, as a matter of fact, start your tea breaks. It's 4:20 almost here. Are we getting higher than motherfuckers soon? All right. Goodbye, y'all. Good night. Good night. Good night. Hit space, my boy.